Well, hello and welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, the editor of Woman Magazine. And I'm Ian McEwen, writer on TV and Satellite Week magazine and whatsawatch.com. And today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday the 28th of October 2022, including Jessica Rain and Peter Capaldi in Amazon Prime Video's terrifying psychological thriller The Devil's Hour, and Oscar-winning director Guillermo del Toro's horror anthology The Cabinet of Curiosities on Netflix. And we'll also be looking at the return of BBC iPlayer crime drama The Pact and the second series of UK TV's offbeat comedy drama Murder, They Hope. See what they did there. But first in, what is in the news? Prime Video's three-part documentary Four Kings will look at the high-profile boxing rivalries of the mid-1990s, including super middleweight fighters Nigel Benn and Chris Eubank, and heavyweights Lennox Lewis and Frank Bruno. What else is in the news, Hannah? Well, in Paramount Plus's 1920 set Yellowstone prequel 1923, Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren, love it, will star as Montana Ranchers, Cara and Jacob Duttons. The cast will also include Jerome Flynn and Timothy Dalton. Well, we've got some good stuff for you this week, starting on Netflix with a new series that came available on Tuesday, the 25th of October. It's called Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities. And here's a clip. Picture your mind as a cabinet. Where you lock up your darkest thoughts and deepest fears. What would happen if you opened that cabinet for the world to see? We are about to find out. Eight episodes of this one. It's an anthology horror series, sort of in the vein of, you remember Alfred Hitchcock used to introduce sort of scary tales or the Twilight Zone back in the day. So this is from director Guillermo del Toro. I'm a big fan of his. He's directed uh, The Shape of Water and the Hellboy films and, of course, Pan's Labyrinth, which is superb. He introduces this rather Hitchcock style. <laughs> and it's eight scary tales. And they certainly... He's not directing any of them, but they it, it feels that it would fit in his sort of oeuvre, if you like. The first one, uh, which is the only one I've watched, I've, the tra- but if you watch the trailer, it looks as if the rest are fascinating as well. This is called Lot 36, and there's this guy who basically makes his money by buying up, you know, those kind of storage units, um, which no one has claimed. You know, it's like that TV series, isn't it, where people bid for them. He's a bit of a curmudgeon. Anyway, he buys up this particular storage unit, and then he's shown on CCTV that the guy who used to own it, who is deceased, came every day with a bag full of we don't know what, and then he would leave and the bag would be empty, and then he would do this funny little dance uh, as he came up to the storage unit. You think, oh, okay, what's in there? (laughs) So, (laughs) I'm not going to spoil it, but sure enough, there's something pretty unusual in there. It's Tim Blake Nelson who who stars in that one, and there's a great line-up of stars for the rest of them. You've got Andrew Lincoln, the first of our two This Life connections this week. Rupert Grintz from the Potter films and 
F. Murray Abraham. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's not super scary. The first one's certainly a slow burner. But yeah, pretty creepy, well-made, atmospheric. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Uh, was it too scary for you, Hannah? <laughs> well, I, do you know what? I think, um, given the subject matter of today's podcast, I think this is probably the least scary, actually. <laughs> um, but no, I, do you know what? I guess around Halloween, you, you, you need to feel a little bit creeped out, don't you? It does exactly that. I think it's it's got a great cast, like you said. Um, nice to see Rupert Grin in this, too. And I don't know, it just... I, I think because they're sort of there's only eight episodes and you know you can kind of they're bite size I suppose it's more tolerable in a way I think if it was one big thing it wouldn't work as well so yeah I, I, it's a bit of fun but also really it is quite creepy but just not quite as bad as some of the stuff we're going to talk about absolutely and yes you're right because they're standalone tales you can dip in and out as you please next up on Amazon Prime Video. It's another new series that you're going to tell us about, Hannah. It's called The Devil's Hour. Have you ever been in this room before? No. You feel like you have? Why would I? I know you feel out of place, like your life isn't your own. You don't know me. I'm quite hooked on this already, even though it's creeping me out. It's it's really well done, um, but then there are sort of snippets I think that perhaps let it down. But I'll, I'll start from from the beginning. There are six episodes in this, and um, if you're anything like me, you'll just want to keep watching them. They're, they are literally for me a binge watch. Um, so this lady, Lucy Chambers, she's she's completely tormented by nightmares and. She looks harassed. She's a really attractive woman, um, but you can see that she's not sleeping very well. Every every night at 3.30 a.m., she she wakes up. And this is known as the devil's hour, hence the title of this. And um, it's, a, it's a playing with your mind. So kind of some of the horror films we talk about are very much... Um, physical someone jumping out on you you know not quite quite that but very jumpy this is playing with your mind um and it also stars peter capaldi and i think by and large he can be quite scary and he's really quite scary in this but she has separated she's the main character she's separated from her husband and she's really struggling she's exhausted she's struggling looking after she's got a mother who's got schizophrenia um and she's also got a, a son and um he, he he is emotionless he's completely emotionless and actually it's quite it's, it's really sad to see but also really scary because of the premise of of this film. So you, you know when you're watching it, you're watching sort of some psychological thriller. So therefore, you know, you, you know you should be on the edge of your seats. And he's he's incredibly troubled, this eight-year-old called Isaac. And he, he doesn't really he doesn't say very much at all. He certainly doesn't laugh, he doesn't cry. Um and I think she's seen something like six or seven um therapist to try and get to the bottom of it um and this 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 one that, she, that we see her taking her to is played by Mira Sayal and she's kind of offhand about it and you know comes up with the usual things is it autism you know is it, is it the recent trouble from your relationship and what have you and of course of course it's not um it's something much more sinister 
But you see, there's also something else going on, and this is where it all intertwines. There's a gruesome murder that's happened. Um, but the case seems to have links to her visions um, and connections to Achillea, killer, which is played, who plays Gideon, which is Peter Capaldi, who says plays the part incredibly well. And he believes that he can predict the future. And so, as I say, it's messing with your mind all the time. And it's not jumping around, but there's lots of themes. So you've got the child trying to get to the bottom of that. What's his part in it? Why does she seem to know things that she shouldn't? Is she is she in the future? Is she in the past? Where is she? And then, of course, there's the part of Capaldi, who um, just plays it. In, it's, like, it's like the part was absolutely made for him. So um, I, I'm on episode two i want to keep i want to keep going i'm really enjoying it um even though it's creepy it sort of does keep you on the edge of your seat but it's really really interesting so for me thumbs up what is it with these former doctor who's uh playing killers uh david tennant <laughs> did it now it's peter capaldi so this is really well put together i think jessica rain is excellent in it as the social worker lucy capaldi as you say menacing as this killer and that's the first shot we see is them they're sitting in a room together and he's chained to the desk and he's clearly a prisoner so yeah anything with a creepy kid the kid is great in this he's quite a young lad isn't he and he he's really good in this and it's and he it's as if he he keeps sort of sleepwalking and standing at next to his mum's bed which is really terrifying and he's he appears to be seeing things that she can't see and she has what could be hallucinations or she could just be so desperately tired but yeah as you say she wakes at 3:33 which is called the devil's hour and there are very disturbing flashbacks to when she was a kid and her mum was clearly extremely troubled and again used to wake at this time early in the morning so yeah i was absolutely hooked from the off um i think it's really well done and i shall Watch the rest. Next up, we don't do much on BBC iPlayer, Hannah, but we are this week. It's a second series of The Pact. And here's a clip. I have worked so hard to make a life for my kids. I know things haven't been easy. Do you ever think about what we did? Who are you? Isn't it obvious? Well, that's impossible. Let's talk about your mum. I want to know what's going on. I will dig and dig until I find the truth. And when I do... I will tell them all about it. So I don't know if you saw series one of this, Hannah. It was about the murder of a brewery owner and the people who committed the murder made a pact to keep it a secret, basically. And in that, Reiki Ayola played the detective investigating this suspicious death. Well, the pact is back for a new six-part series, but it's a new story and a new characters, and, and she is playing a different character in this one. Quite unusual to do that. She's playing Christine, who is a social worker and a mother of three who is bereaved after the death of her son, Liam. So I'm not going to give away any spoilers. It starts very intriguingly. So someone breaks into a house. It's actually her house. But they don't appear to be there to steal things. They're just kind of nosing around, like looking at photographs and looking at 
books and, and music and so on. Anyway, they're disturbed, and there's a very tense moment. They're still in the house, and Christine comes back. Is she going to run into them? So that's the setup, and then we see her at work, another social worker, of course, dealing with the young mums, so there's another connection there. Anyway, I don't want to spoil it, but someone arrives on the scene, and what they claim sends shock waves through the family. But because it's called the pact, of course, you're immediately thinking, okay, what happened in the past that someone or some people agreed to keep secret and is that connected with this new arrival that's all i'm going to say it looks really good it's um it was filmed in south wales reiki is very good in the lead role yeah and i think you get you get hooked in very quickly there's the interesting dynamic between the surviving siblings who obviously also have been traumatized by the loss of this brother i think i watched episode one as we often do in this job and I, I enjoyed what I saw of Series 1. And Series 2, I think, looks great as well. I, I would certainly watch the rest of this. What did you think of it, Hannah? Yeah, I, I really like it. I mean, the first... I, it's hard, isn't it? Because the first series is a lot to live up to. And I think Reiki says that. But, you know, it's really hard when you're coming in as sort of a new person to live up to um, that first series that lots of people binge-watch and absolutely adored. There's loads of twists and turns. And you're quite right. If we talk too much about it, we'll give away too much of it. Um I, I do think I do think if you like the first one, you'll like the second one. I think that's absolutely true. I don't think there's any letdown here at all. Um, and it's, it's yeah, it, it's just good viewing. It's as simple as that, isn't it? Well, after all that horror and uh, psychological thrills and dark drama, luckily we've got a bit of light relief to finish off with, Hannah. On UK TV, it's murder. They hope. And today, serial killer Willie Watkins was sentenced to multiple life sentences. The murder spree known as the Wheels on the Bus Massacre was foiled by a pair of local coach tour operators and private investigators, Terry Bremer and Gemma Draper. There he is. This isn't over, Terry and Gemma. <laughs> it's back. <laughs> it's back. Um, Johnny Vegas uh, um, it is back. And... Um, they're doing what they do best, being absolutely silly. It's re- This is really quite funny. I don't know if you watched the first... Well, in fact, I'm pretty sure we reviewed the first um, series of this and um, and quite enjoyed it. And like you say, it's a bit of light a bit of light relief, shall we say, after everything we've been talking about. So these two, um, Terry, played by Johnny Vegas, and Gemma, played by Sean Gibson, um, it, it, it all revolves, of course, around them again. They're these inept private investigators. And in the first series, you'll remember that they successfully captured this coach-driving serial killer, Willie Watkins. Or well, Willie Watkins is not finished with them, shall we say. So um, there's there's lots to play for there. And it's not quite as... Uh, they're not quite the... Uh, the kind of um, private investigators that you would expect if you were to bring anyone up. And and usually they are, as I say, very inept. They just happen to get lucky on this one occasion. But these two, not only is it focused around their, you know, investigations and trying to find people, they um, are also looking forward to their upcoming wedding. So I think um, Gemma has kind of, she feels very famous now she's you know they, they found this serial killer and she's kind of riding high on that but of course you're only as good as your last story as we well know so um she needs to keep up the good work and they do start a true crime podcast well 
they need to be listening to us, not doing their own podcast. I think you're fine. Um, but she's, you know, she's enjoying this. She's enjoying this fame. Um, it's the, it's the same as the first series. If you like that one, you're going to like this. Um, Willie Watkins, as I say, is not is not finished with them. Um, and he's and Terry's got a secret past life that becomes very public. Um, we get to meet Gemma's mother, who's played by the brilliant Sherry Hewson. Um, and we also um, get to know her very narcissistic sister, Monica, who's played by Sarah Hadland, who you'll remember from Miranda. So, you know, some, some good names in there, some good chuckles along the way. Um, it's all a bit silly, all a bit light, but all a bit great. What do you think, Ian? Yeah, it's good, light-hearted fun, isn't it? And episode one, each, each episode is going to see them investigating some potential crime and episode one they kind of go undercover at sort of couples therapy but outward bound course which is run by Vicky Pepperdine and Ramon Tickerham and I mean it's a great lineup they've got Hugh Dennis and Claire Skinner from Outnumbered you've got Sally Phillips you've got Tamsin Althwaite you've got Dan Skinner I mean it's a terrific lineup and yeah it's just Good, light-hearted, escapist fun. And they're both great comedic performers, aren't they, the two stars? The one thing I would say is that if, if you're not really familiar with the characters and what they've done before, at the start of this episode, it's not really clear why they've gone undercover <laughs> on this sort of couple's retreat. But anyway, that's just a tiny thing. But it's, yeah, it's very entertaining, um, just a light-hearted kind of whodunit type thing and, and really well played by... Uh, Vegas and Gibson. Now we've got to that time, Hannah, where we find out what you've been binging on this week. So please reveal all. Well, I stumbled across the, the finale of the Doc Martin series, which my husband's like, are you just really watching reruns of this? I think he thinks they're all the same, but they're not. Let me tell you, they're not. I absolutely love it. Um, so yes, I've been binging on Doc Martin on my Sunday evenings, as you do. How about you, well, everyone's been talking about it, so I decided to watch it. Yes, The Watcher on Netflix, which again is a sort of a whodunit. It's about this family, who American family, who move out of the city into a house in the suburbs, but someone starts writing them threatening letters. And my goodness, there are lots of red herrings in it. And some people weren't very satisfied with the big reveal at the end but i enjoyed it it's worth a look now we've just got time to look ahead to next week's offering so what's on the agenda hannah (laughs) thanks (laughs) um well you threw me there harry styles yep he's starring as a copper hiding his homosexuality in 1950s britain in prime videos my policeman yeah his acting career is really taking off isn't it meanwhile Taskmaster's Little Alex Horn stars in his own tuneful all-four sitcom, The Horn Section TV Show. So, looking forward to those and more. But, in the meantime... 